Hello and welcome to the Green Edit Podcast, your go-to destination for clean, high-performance beauty. I'm Kathy Tolpigan, an organic makeup artist and founder of The Green Edit, a platform and event series that curates the best in clean, sustainable, cruelty-free beauty and lifestyle products. On this podcast, you'll hear interviews with brand founders, formulators, beauty innovators, inspiring entrepreneurs and wellness experts. Hi, I'm Elle Halliwell. Hi, I'm Eri Barretts. Hi, this is Emma Dorsham on the Green Edit podcast. Together we unpack the various definitions of clean, share inspiring brand stories and cover the latest innovations in the green beauty industry, with a few product recommendations thrown in, of course. Alison Morgan is one of Australia's leading business coaches, specialising in helping health, wellness, beauty and lifestyle brands grow their business, brand and profile. With over 20 years' experience in marketing and 13 years of coaching clients one-on-one with her company Relauncher, Alison knows how to create a successful business. Alison is also the founder of Sticky Studio, a branding, content marketing, social media and website design studio. Having experienced Alison's motivating business coaching sessions firsthand, I wanted you to have the opportunity to tap into her expert knowledge and today she shares some great advice you can implement in your own business or workplace. But more than that, Alison is one of the most generous and supportive women I have met since starting The Green Edit. She has attended all of my events, soundboarded business challenges, and connected me with really aligned networks, which have been so valuable. Alison genuinely loves to see those around her succeed. She cheers you on when your business is thriving, and when it's not, she taps into her vast knowledge and experience, and she has the skills to address the hurdles quickly, offering a unique insight and achievable solutions. I personally feel so grateful to have Alison in my network and I know you will gain some valuable insights and motivation for your business from this episode. Welcome Alison. You work with so many brand founders across various industries. I'd love to know more about your career in marketing, which then led you to launch your own one-on-one business coaching company, Relauncher, and Sticky Studio, your branding agency. Yes, sure. Hi, Kathy. How are you? I'm good. I'm so excited to have you here and and share your knowledge with my audience because yes. you you have some gold nuggets. Okay. So I'm ready for that. <laughs> All right. So my background is I actually went to uni and did business and marketing and ended up in a really big company called Unilever, which is where I was doing marketing for all fast-moving consumer good brands, not healthy, but, mm. you know, like street size cream, flora margarine, all those kind of brands. There's so many. Omo uh, washing powder. Um, and so what was really good about working with such a huge company like that is I learned systems and processes and really, really strong marketing skills. And from there I went over to London and then worked in the finance sector doing the same thing but really big budgets. So that was really, really great. So That kind of experience led me to when I created my own business, I just had a really strong understanding of the need to have systems and processes um, and also what you needed to do to bring marketing campaigns to life. So it was all on big scale. So I, I adapted it for small scale. And when I launched my business, which was 13 years ago, it was a completely different ball game. Facebook 
had only just launched and there was no such thing as Instagram. And I was one of the pioneers of being a small business. So when I launched my business, I actually was an online shop. And I thought once I hit, you know, go live button, that I could just sit back and drink champagne and watch the money roll in. <laughs> that, was, that was not the case. I thought e-commerce, literally, you know, you just put things up and it would sell. And that was before even there were things like activewear selling online. And I can remember having this conversation with a PR agent back probably the business my business had been going for two years and I said oh I could never imagine buying activewear online like there's no way there's no way that that's going to work anyway you know just everything as you know completely changed Um, and my business evolved into what it is today which is business coaching one-on-one and also I have another business called Sticky Studio which is focused on design and marketing and branding and what what I see as a business coach is I would say nine times out of ten what you launch with and what your business looks like in year two and three are just two separate entities so um, I think that's a really big thing to kind of hold on to if your business is in those first years that don't be afraid to evolve beyond the original concept because it's quite normal. And how great it is to have someone who is along that journey and process with you to support you because that's where we've found ourselves. So what I the business that I started in 2019 post through COVID has changed and evolved. And you've created a website for me that can function and evolve as well, which has been great. And also, I guess, to be able to tap into your coaching services as things change as well. So it's, it's great. So interesting though. So you've worked in really big companies. So what made you decide to do one-on-one coaching? Again, that was listening to what people were saying to me. So when I started the business, there was no audience You know, like when you start a business, there is no one except friends and family. (laughs) And I felt like although my business was online, that I had to bring it into real life. So I started running these networking events for the wellness industry because the business was launched in a time where wellness was really taking off and everything was about green smoothies and no sugar. And I brought the community together from different industries but all of a wellness slant. And it was just through that people just kept on asking me questions and because I had this business and marketing background I could answer it so it was really a response to what people were wanting and that when I did launch what I did is I evolved the brand so complete rebrand and put new offerings out and day one that those offerings went out I had instant business but that was a result I had to go through that initial stage Mm. and get the feedback from people to be able to to evolve it into what it became Right. And currently, I'm interested to know what are some of the key challenges business owners are having or experiencing and what are they looking for your advice for specifically? Well, it's interesting because when I first started coaching, I really only worked with startups. And I think that that also was a mirror of the the fact that most people were just starting businesses at that stage. Um, the, the established businesses were bigger entities as such. Um, so I primarily work these days with established business owners. You know, they've, most of them have been in business for five plus years, a lot, 10 plus and with multiple entities in saying that I still work with startups. But the, the, estab- the established businesses, they, they don't have enough headspace 
because they're so busy. A lot of them actually are really business savvy, but they can't think clearly for their own business because they've got so much going on. Or they can identify what the problems are really, really easily, but they need someone that is removed from the situation to steer them in the direction that's right for them. They, some of them want to be held accountable. Some people just want to be told what to do because they spend every day telling other people what they need to do. Um, but with the startups, it's navigating, you know, is the proposition, is the pricing correct? What are the next steps? Because a lot of people that start the business are good at what they do or what they're offering but have no idea on what it, what you need to do and the steps to take to run and market a business. So it really depends. But time is always a constraint for everyone. Mm. That's right. And cash flow for a lot of businesses too. Hmm. Well, from personal experience, I can say that working as a a sole trader can be isolating and it it can feel often very overwhelming um, when challenges arise. Are there any helpful tools, resources or networks you can suggest? Mm. Look, I think most, most small businesses you are working by yourself and then even when you've got a team, it can still feel isolating. So I think working out how you personally can connect with other people within the time frame that you have. So for some people, they may only be able to connect with people online. So that might be they need to arrange phone calls or Zoom calls or even just have, you know, like WhatsApp groups, things like that, whereas other people might be, you know, joining fitness studios, like not necessarily meeting with other people within their work but, you know, keeping fit and healthy. I think being a part of a fitness community is absolutely key Um, but I always say also make time to make new connections like don't wait for people to create opportunities for you you need to create opportunities for yourself and so much of that stems from networking and having coffees or you know meeting people at events. Well it's such a valuable uh, connection face-to-face isn't it some oh, of the people I've met through business who you have maybe emailed here or there but once you meet or you have that coffee uh, the connections that are made are really that they're the ones that make the difference to to many things and the things that can come from those connections that yeah. you would least expect uh, can be huge so absolutely and I think if you're if you're new in business you might be expecting that you walk away with it from these connections with like instant things that happen but like any relationship things take time so you might be meeting people today but things might not transpire for a year or so but if you're regularly meeting people you find that everything just starts to kick off all the time that often becomes your referral network so it is it's really important but at all stages so I think what can happen is if your business starts to really take off and you get super busy um, and you're establishing you kind of go oh you know what I've got enough connections I don't really need them it's still important to make the time to continue to grow and reconnect because it's invaluable it really is and you never know where a connection the most random connection can can Correct. take you later down the track. Yeah, and also it's an opportunity to give back as yeah. well and speak to people and tell them about the experiences, you know, and the hurdles that you've had yourself. Well, speaking of, on your relauncher, Alison Instagram, you so generously share really inspiring mm. and motivational advice with your community. And I see things pop up in my feed when I almost I feel like 
I needed to hear them. So I'm just going to ask you a few quick questions that um, I know one of your um, unique special talents is giving quick answers that really with actionable steps that people can implement into their business that can have profound effects. So um, definitely everyone needs to follow your Instagram, but here are a few quick questions. How can a founder grow their business when they are stuck in maintenance mode with a long to-do list? Yeah, look, you do have to outsource and it's, it's difficult because you can be at a time where you think financially that you can't outsource. So you just need to think about uh, ways that your business can do it. It may be that you need to just get an intern on for 12 weeks and give them three hours of work in exchange for written and verbal uh, reference. Um, it may be that you need to find a boutique studio. This is where Sticky Studio comes in that can do things at an affordable price but still professional. My big um, matter though is do it well and do it once because it will save you money so sometimes you might think um, whether it's photography or you know whatever it's you're doing oh my gosh that's such a big outlay but if you spend wisely you should only have to do it once yeah that's important Mm -hmm. quality yeah um what are two business tools or platforms you use daily to stay organized google eye calendar is absolutely key for me. So I use that on my computer and it's synced with my phone so all my reminders come up and it's all colour-coded. And my mail out, I use iMail because I'm on a Mac, but the way that I use it is that I set myself follow-up. So if there's an email that I haven't um, actioned that I or I know if they don't respond, I need to follow that up, you can set it on a follow-up mode and it pops up and that's quite a new feature. And I really like that. But the way that I use mail, I it helps me with the productivity and staying on top of everything. Great. Yeah. And how does a brand founder push through fear and uncertainty to take calculated risks that could lead to business growth? Yeah, I look, I think you can overanalyze things. Um, so it's really important. What I always say to myself when I'm doing something that I feel like, oh, gosh, this really is out of my comfort zone is I'm like, Alison, stand tall and go ahead, move forward. So the, mo- the most um, successful business owners that I see are the ones that take action. So even if they take action and a mistake is born, you learn from the mistake and you move on. So, yeah, take action. Just rise above and take action and don't second guess yourself. Just take that next mm, step. You have to. Yep, you have keep to. moving. Uh, please share two ways a business can increase online traffic. Mm, there are so many. Yep. Yeah. Number one would have to be SEO. SEO in the back end of your website, meaning that you have got your site meta tag and site description correct as well as on each page and their keywords and key phrases. And you just need to be thinking about what is my customer searching in Google to find someone like me and then they're the phrases that you use. Um, I'm not going to say social media because everyone says social media, so that's just a given. Um, I would definitely say email marketing is on the rise again and the frequency that you use for that is dependent on the nature of your business. Um, But, yes, definitely email marketing. And what are three main marketing tips for 2023? When it comes to marketing... What you need to be doing is adding one new marketing element. 
at a time and mastering it so that by the time that you are becoming established, you've got all the cogs of the wheels going. So where I see a bit of a mistake is that people rely too heavily on social media. Um, so that's the big thing is I go, yes, you absolutely need to be on the social media platforms and you need to be using them in a way that will connect with your existing community as well as grow, but you also need to be thinking well beyond that. So that could be using um Pinterest, even though that's another like a digital platform, but Pinterest can drive a lot of traffic, especially if you've got an e-commerce online business or anything that's aesthetically pleasing. Um, and also, not it doesn't have to all be online. So in person, exactly like your events, events, Kathy. That's that is a key marketing strategy activation. So you want to be online, offline, and be able to be read, and seen, and heard. So podcasts as well. Yeah, well, that's what I've just interviewed um, the summit speakers from who will be speaking at the summit in March. And that was the one thing they said that meeting people face to face, trying their products and getting to know them was a key. So face to face is where it's at. You have an incredible podcast, which is a wealth of information. What are three reasons why we should all tune in to Mindful Biz Podcast? It's great for networking because you'll get to meet so many other small business owners um, from all walks of industry and stages of life. Um, You get to hear their hurdles and their tips um, and also how they've overcome challenges. And then every now and again, I do a solo episode where I talk solely on business tips, hurdles and strategies. Great. And you are a generous support to so many businesses. You attend our PR events, you share our brands and new product launches with your community. Um, It's more than just part of your job. What motivates you to do that? You know what? I just really love people and I love kind people. And that is why I really have honed in on the industry of wellness because it's so much of it is about giving. You know, and when you give, you just naturally receive. So I just do it from the love of my heart. Plus, I love everyone's products and their offerings as well. I mean, I would never share something that I'm I'm not personally interested in. Yeah, well, I just feel like, um, you know, you're in my network and you're in my circle. And over the years, the amount of support, like you celebrate when we're when I'm winning, and you invite me for a coffee when I'm not you know like it's yeah. just and you are such a support to so many people so thank you thank for that you, <laughs> um looking at your Instagram though it's clear to see that you love beauty and wellness products yes. have you always loved them or yes. is this yeah yes I always have and then when the industry really took off I just became more and more and more immersed in it yeah Yeah. Great. So I have a few questions that I ask all my guests. So I wanted to ask you, what is the last beauty product you purchased? This one is a really good one. It's an edible beauty product um, and it's the Broccoli Blue Light Revitalized Booster. So I put that on in the mornings. I'm in front of the computer all day and my skin loves it. Have you tried it? Yes, of course. Mm. I love it. I love Anna and her edible beauty products. Yeah, it's such a good product. Yes. Yep. And what's been your best beauty discovery this year? Oh, okay. So Retreatment Botanicals, I actually love a a huge amount of products in their range, but the one that I've um, 
most recently discovered, which I love, is the Ageless AHA Low Concentrate, yep. which you literally put drops in your hand and then you mm-hmm. press against your skin. Oh, beautiful. Yes, yeah. that's that's a new product launch that Tr- Trudy launched and it is such a great product. Yes. It made it as a finalist for the Green Edit Awards. Right. So, yes. yes. I'm not surprised. Great product. And what's your Desert Island skincare product? Okay, so anything that's hydrating. So Mm -hmm. one of my favourites of all time is the Yehoba Ultimate Youth Potion. My skin loves that. That is a good one. Mm. And what is the professional treatment you swear by? I really like hydrofacials. And do you go anywhere specific for those? No, I've been to like four different places just because that's because I've been like I've had them wearing I'm um, traveling and things like that. But basically, I don't know if you've had one before, but it's not like a therapeutic facial. You go there, it pulls out all the impurities. It takes about thirty minutes, and then they show you the water that they've been afterwards, which has got all your impurities in it. It's like black sludge. It's just, not sludge, but it's black. It's revolting. It's like, how did that come out of my skin? So it's a functional treatment as opposed to something that makes you kind of, yes. yes. It's like results driven and your skin just glows after it. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Nice. And what is the best piece of beauty or wellness advice you can share? Always um, remove your makeup and hydrate, hydrate, hydrate. So that's drinking water and then like moisturiser and serum and, you know, sleep masks and all those kind of things. So that's what I find keeps my skin the way that it is, is literally by, you know, making sure that it's clean and hydrated. Yeah, lots of love and self-care. I like that. Yes, Yeah. Well, thank you for joining me today. I've loved chatting to you. Thank you for sharing all of those amazing tips uh, to the brand founders in the Green Edit community. They're so valuable. And so they can follow along on um, your podcast, Mindful Biz, and on Instagram at Relauncher Allison, where you're, you're so generous in sharing so much advice that everyone can across all industries that could be implemented into business so thank you so much thanks for having me kathy really appreciate it thanks so much for listening and being part of our conscious community you can find details on all the products mentioned on the greenedit.com.au and while you're there be sure to sign up to our newsletter it's delivered straight into your inbox so you never miss an episode And if there's anything you want to hear, let us know on Instagram at thegreenedit underscore au. And finally, if you love listening, please rate, review and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.